I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are doing another Simple Scaling Mastermind themed podcast, and I'm going to be talking to you about the business you want to have. This is such a fun topic because here's what I'm noticing, and this is something that makes me extremely excited about Simple Scaling Mastermind because I know that this trend that I'm seeing is something that I'm going to help solve through this mastermind. So here's what I'm seeing. I have seen recently several high-profile, successful, well-known online entrepreneurs close their businesses and retire from online business. If you haven't seen this, you're probably like, what? (laughs) But this is happening. It seems to be happening to a lot of people. And I'm also seeing a lot of well-known online entrepreneurs who haven't quit their businesses, but are talking a lot about recent burnout that they have struggled with. So there's just this overall talk about burnout. And some people are quitting their business because of it. Some people are taking breaks. Some people are just speaking out. And I wanted to address it. I wanted to talk about it on here and present what I think is the alternative to burnout, but also talk about why I think burnout is happening. And here's a big reason. I think a big reason that burnout is happening is because people are building a business that is not the business they want to have. Or they're building the business they want to have and they're building it in a way that they don't really want to be building it. I think that just working in general on a regular basis does not cause burnout. But I think going against what our heart and soul wants and desires does. I think that like emotional work and emotional anguish of doing something we don't necessarily really want to do, I think that is exhausting and I think that is what causes burnout. So I want to offer that to all of you. If you're thinking about your business in like a I don't really like it kind of way and I think that people typically come to Simple Scaling Mastermind either in that place, the place of near burnout and they don't want to quit their business, but they need to change some things about it so that they don't burn out, or they come knowing they want to grow it and having that like still that eager drive, that hunger to grow it. So those are kind of the two types of people. And I would say most people at one point or another do have this experience where they realize, hey, I don't really like 
my business or I don't really like this element of my business or I really don't like how I'm doing this or how this feels. I even recently had this experience where I think I talked about it a little bit on the last episode that I left my mentor that I had been working with for years and I left for a totally unrelated reason to this. But something that I've noticed since I left is how much more I enjoy my business. And I hadn't realized how much I was not enjoying my business before. I had really gotten caught up in thinking about like launch goals and growing and in this mastermind, we had to report our numbers and we would report our, our numbers at our quarterly meeting and they'd be written on the board and it would be a ranking. And so I hadn't realized until I left and the weight was released. I had not realized how much of a stressor or like burden that was to be ranked, to report numbers publicly in that way, and coming into each launch in between our meetings, having that board in my mind and feeling like the stakes were high in my launches because I wanted to be showing growth. I wanted to keep my ranking. I wanted to you know, be an example. Really, I wanted to be like showing that this works. And it really felt also like if I didn't have a lot of growth or if I didn't have a big number at those check-ins, it felt to me like that would be like the worst thing in the world. It really, it felt so heavy. It felt like so much pressure and it was such a distraction. And I think, of course, I could have managed my mind around this and I did. I did a lot of coaching around it, but I didn't realize until I just moved that circumstance out of the way, out of my life altogether, how much it was still impacting me. And how much I had really started approaching my business just thinking about turning the numbers in and being on the board. So I just want to say, like, even for me, I feel that it was so easy for my business to get stripped of joy for at least a year. I think maybe even a little longer than a year. And... Of course, I still made money. I still grew the business and I actually was working less than I had ever worked. So it's not like I was like hustling and grinding or anything. I just wasn't feeling excited and passionate and inspired by any of it. And anytime I would have new ideas, there was a reason why I couldn't do them because it was like a distraction from the things that I was supposed to be working on. And... Ultimately, looking back, it's like, oh, I was building a business that I didn't want to have and in building it in a way that I didn't want to build it. And I want to 
offer this to all of you. And this is something that I'm really big on in Simple Scaling Mastermind now is really wanting all of you to build the business that you want to have the way that you want to build it. I want you to be doing the things that you want to do essentially. And I really see my role as supporting you in that. So not just hearing, okay, this is how much money you want to make, but here's the money, here's the lifestyle, here's all the things, here's like the big picture of where you want to go, here's where you are now, and here's what you know about the in-between. Here's what you know about how you want to do it. And this isn't going to be crystal clear. So I want you to be really aware, like when I talk about like a scale plan or something like that, this is not like a step-by-step checklist. This is more like a general sense of these are the things that I do know. And then we're going to figure out the rest and fill in the blanks together and as you go. So I was just having lunch with a friend recently and she was talking to me about her business. She was talking to me about her goals and I just started like kind of prying a little bit about like, what do you think are the options to solve the problems that you have? Like, what do you see as like the potential and opportunities there? What are the things that have really worked for you so far? And from those things, I like crafted a whole like marketing strategy, like a whole new marketing strategy for her and like ways to get new leads and all of this stuff and ways to differentiate herself in her market and all of these things. And it was super exciting, but it came from the overall understanding of where do you want to go and how do you want to get there? And what do you know for sure about those two things? You're not going to know everything. You're going to learn a lot along the way. But what are the things that you already do know? So this, what I'm really talking about is vision. And this is one of the four principles of scaling that I teach, that I cover, that I guide you through in Simple Scaling Mastermind. I have these four principles as really like the four major topics of moving your business forward, of growing your business, turning your business into the business that you want to have. You have to focus within these four areas and make sure that you're doing the work in these four areas. So the first one is vision. You need to know where you're going And you need to have a general sense of how you'd like to get there, even if the general sense is this is the way I want to feel and these are the kind of things I like and these are the kind of things I don't like. From those things, it's actually pretty simple to start to piece together these are the next right steps for you. And I definitely want to be that person for my clients in the mastermind to bounce ideas off of and to brainstorm with and to give you ideas. I had a client the other day who in the mastermind was like, I need a new freebie for growing my email list. 
and I just did a rebrand and all the ideas I have are linked to my old brand. And I gave her like one sentence and was like, here you go. This is the perfect freebie based on what I know about your business and what I think is really going to be compelling to your audience. And also me knowing that you want to be able to create this freebie fairly quickly. So I gave her that idea. She's running with it. It's going to be amazing and really going to speak to her ideal clients. So I love to bring that strategy, but it's all informed by the business you want to have and the way that you want to grow it. So what I'm not doing in Simple Scaling Mastermind is having a formula that you plug yourself into, a business model that you plug yourself into. I think that there's a lot of misconception around that. I've Actually, I don't think it. I know it. I've heard from some of you that you feel concerned that if you join my mastermind, you're going to have to have my business model, which is not true because I have clients who have wildly different businesses than me. They're not even coaches, so they can't even have my business model. I will help you figure out yours, what you want. But I think because my former mentor and I have very similar business models and business structures, there was that misconception. So I just want to be straight up and clear that up that you do not have to have a $2,000 program, and a $25,000 mastermind. <laughs> you get to have whatever the kind of business you want to have. All right. So here's what I want you to be thinking about. I want you to be thinking about your vision. And I love to do this. If you have times where you like have to be still and quiet for a while. So this is when I love to do visualization. I love to do it as I'm falling asleep at night. Although nowadays I fall asleep so quickly after I turn out the light and close my eyes that I don't really have time to visualize anymore. I do this when I'm getting massages. So when I'm just laying there and have a very active ADHD brain, Instead of trying to force myself to be quiet in my brain, I visualize the future that I want. I also have been getting acupuncture recently for a variety of things, and I've been going fairly often. For a while, I was going every week, and when I was sitting there with all of the needles in me and couldn't move, I visualized the future. And I want you to just think about like, what are those opportunities for you? Is it falling asleep? Is it, I don't know, dentist? <laughs> I've never tried it at the dentist. Maybe I should. But just think about like, what are those opportunities that you have? Like I said, for me, for a long time, it was falling asleep at night. That was my best time. And also, you could definitely just schedule time to sit and visualize I personally do not do that. I'm not that kind of person. If you are that person, I have a lot of respect for you. You are very organized and on top of things. But find your time to do some visualization and what you might encounter, and sometimes this happens to me, it actually happened to me pretty recently and I had a great breakthrough on it, which I'm excited to share. What happens sometimes is that you resist dreaming about the future. 
And this is like a self-protective mode that we can go into because it feels vulnerable to want things, especially if you really doubt that you'll be able to have them. So I want you to just kind of allow yourself to have a little bit of resistance to dreaming about things and just see like, what can you dream up? Even if it's something really small, even if it's something that you have so much doubt in, just like nurture whatever little kernel is available. So that's the first thing if you're having the resistance. But here's the other thing that I have found so helpful. This is going to be helpful like with goals as well. Like this is going to be so good for you. I have gotten to this place where I just don't put a timeline on the things. I think for a while, maybe I was like, well, I can't dream about like publishing a book or like speaking in front of a huge crowd on a stage or like being on a really popular TV show or podcast. I can't dream about those things because they might not happen. And I think what was really going on in my mind is like they might not happen like this month (laughs) or like later this year or even next year or five years from now. And because of that timeline, because of feeling like, well, I can only dream about this if it's going to come true like right soon, I was resistant to dreaming. And what I allowed myself to do recently with financial goals, launch goals, these dreams I have about the book and all of the things What I allowed myself to do is let go of any timeline expectation. And it's so much easier for me to believe it. It's so much easier for me to allow myself to see myself doing those things, having those things, achieving those things, creating those things. So if you have been struggling, try that out as well. Just allow yourself to let go of the timeline. There's no right timeline. Okay, so the business you want to have, (laughs) this has been meandering, but the business you want to have, it's all about your vision. We're going to let it be long-term, a long-term vision. I want you really to tap into the biggest version of yourself. I have some clients with some audacious goals that they are afraid initially to even say out loud. And what I notice is that they say it out loud to me and then it starts to become more real in their mind. And so many of them are creating these things so fast. Not that there has to be a fast timeline, but what I'm saying is, When you're speaking it out loud, when you're visualizing it regularly, when you're keeping it top of mind, your subconscious goes to work to make it happen in ways you don't even notice. So let yourself dream really big and let it be released timeline. I also want you to really listen to yourself and trust yourself. I talked about this a lot on the last episode when we were talking about breaking the rules of business. 
But I think what comes up for a lot of my clients is that they're like, okay, here's the business I want to have and here's the way that I want to get there, but I don't actually think that that'll work. And then they just don't try to make it work. So I want you to explore the possibility that anything that you desire is possible, including the way that you want to create your dream life and business. I want you to just entertain that as a possibility because I think that it is true. I think that this is just a puzzle to solve. Creating the business you want, the way you want to create it is just a puzzle to solve. It's just math. It's just strategy. And those things come from believing it's possible. We don't take action to create something we don't believe is possible. So allow yourself to entertain the possibility and then start taking action to figure it out. What this doesn't mean is that you're like, okay, this is the business I want to have. This is the way that I want to have it. And now I'm going to try this one thing and it works amazing during this first launch or it fails, which is just a sign that it's never going to work ever. No, you cannot do that. (laughs) You can do that, obviously, but I don't recommend it. Because if you have a really complicated equation that is outside the norm for the business you want to have and the way you want to create it, you're going to be blazing a new trail. You're going to be figuring out how do we make this math work? How do we make this equation work? So of course, there's going to be failure along the way. And I think so much of success is just like, failure hardiness, like just being able to keep going and keep trying when something doesn't work. I think that makes you unstoppable. Like you want to be unstoppable? It's just that. Just don't stop, really. (laughs) Unstoppable equals you just didn't stop. Even when you failed, you kept trying, you kept going until you figured it out. And this is why I believe that your success is inevitable. You've probably heard me say this. And if you haven't, I'm glad I'm saying it now. Your success is inevitable. And here's how. You just don't stop trying until you create it. It's pretty simple. You just keep going. You keep learning. You keep evaluating. You keep trying and tweaking until you make it happen. That's possible for all of you. Okay. I think the biggest thing really that I wanted to say to all of you, just kind of wrapping this, is you have to love your business. Like for this to be a sustainable long-term business, you have to love it. You have to both love it, like the results of it, and the experience of creating those results. So you don't want to be like, okay, I love the idea of my future business, but I hate where my business is right now. And also I hate all the work that I have to do to make the business I want. This is literally what some business coaches teach and what some business masterminds are. And I think that this is terrible. Like we don't know how much life we have 
So I think it sounds very depressing to just be like chasing after like a six-figure business or a million-dollar business doing things you hate. Like what if you never reached that goal so you've just like hated the whole experience or you do reach that goal, you've hated the whole experience getting there and now you just have a business you hate and you think you have to like hate your way to results. No, the people who are the most successful are having fun building their business. The people who have the life and business you want are for sure having fun. So I want you to enjoy the business. I want you to love the business and how you're building it, doing it all on your own terms. You don't have to do this like paying your dues phase, this hustle phase. Like I'm so sick of hearing the like, you have to hustle to your first 100K or 200K or whatever. No, you have to experiment to your first 100 or 200K, and then you actually keep experimenting after. But I think the first 100K is very experimental. I think it's very much you testing things out and experimenting. And I think the best way to do that is to follow the things that you love and enjoy. And then you take that, you bring that into Simple Scaling Mastermind, and we build from that to earn more and still enjoy it and create the big, fun vision that you have for yourself and for your future. So that's what Simple Scaling Mastermind is for. We in there are helping you get where you want to go the way you want to get there. That's my literal job is helping you to do that helping you to have all the pieces you need to make that your reality and having a lot of fun and love and support the whole way. All right, I will talk to you on the next Simple Scaling Mastermind themed episode and see you all during the launch in August. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.